855-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I... I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. We had some pushback last week. Whenever you were out, we forgot to play the... uh, What? I had it ready to go. I know it. Jeez. I know it. We had some pushback. And here I am. I'm... I pretty much had forgot it was Friday until I heard that clip. So it's like Pavlov's dog all of a sudden. Whenever I hear that, I get thirsty. Wow. What the, no wonder I heard the ch there. For real. <laughs> Saw a uh, uh, open Pacifico bottle there. What That's day did you right. think it was? Monday? I, Thursday? No, Sunday? I knew it was Friday, but for whatever reason, as I was sitting here, I, I you know, wasn't thinking about it. Wasn't looking at the clock thinking uh, it's the weekend until I heard that, man. Friday awesome. at 5 never gets old. We Just, got football. Yeah, Friday at 5 on a football Friday. And this is often the time of the year uh, where I have to latch on to another team in the NFL playoffs because mine inevitably you know what the bed in the first <laughs> rounds. And here I am again, and not only am I latching on to another team like – I'm starting to get a little bit nervous for Saturday just because I I want to see Bate get it done, man. Yeah. It's been a fun year this year, and Monday night was awesome. But if he goes into Detroit and wins in that environment and ends that story this year, which is probably most NFL fans' favorite thus far this season, dang, man. I, it, it would clearly be the biggest win of his career. So I'm, I'm jacked up for Sunday afternoon, really yep. pulling for the guy. Yep. Um, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be a good game. It should be – I mean, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. And, you know, typically that's where Baker plays best, you know. So, um, I mean, it's going to be like what you you feel like almost a college football type of environment, a little bit different. Uh, you get some great environments in the NFL, don't get me wrong. Um, with Kansas City, I mean, all – most of these teams, Kansas City, Buffalo, uh, you get really good environments with these these places. But right, you're gonna you've got like this feeding frenzy on your hands in Detroit. Like it's, I'm not there obviously, but I can imagine it's all anyone has talked about all week. Uh, you know, probably the the week leading up to playing the the home playoff game was amazing, and then obviously the crowd you could tell uh, on the broadcast, and then. This week they're probably they're probably looking at their path to the Super Bowl saying oh, yeah. we're gonna win the whole damn thing. <laughs> they're not talking about their four win basketball team, I can uh, tell you that much. What in the world is going on but in Michigan? You, you mentioned something interesting that I think could factor into this game. Yeah. Is Detroit is looking ahead after winning their first playoff game and seemingly forever. They're looking ahead and saying, Well, the path is there. We already got one break. Not only did the Cowboys lose, but we get to play a team that was nine and eight in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like it did work out well the first weekend for Detroit, but now there's some real pressure here. It's true. They should beat Tampa. They're a six and a half point favor. They're at home, and a franchise that's not used to being in the spot. And I just wonder if at all if that works against them going well, into this game. 
I don't know. It could. I, I think you're right. Like whenever you, whenever you're banking on having something much more difficult, like at least on appearances than what you end up with. Um, and they would have been, they were hungry for that Dallas game. The, the way that last one went down too, right. They would have been hungry for, for payback. Um, I think this is where you find out uh, is your head coach what you think he is. Because obviously on the outside, it's what fans do. Uh, you've got a week to sit there and go through all the different you know, situations and look at the future and talk about, well, if we win this one, we could win the net. You know, you, that's, what, that's what fans do. That's what we do in media. But in the locker room, in the meeting rooms, on the practice field – I doubt that's what's going on right now. I doubt that's that's what you're seeing from the coaching staff. And, you know, I think the players, you would hope, can kind of see the feeding frenzy that they've got on their hands. And whenever that's the case, you kind of feel the the size of the moment and you don't want to walk out there ill-prepared. Yeah. So I imagine they'll be ready, but – it is something that you have to navigate whenever you thought you would be playing one team and you end up playing another. I mean, that's, that is something well, that can get you. And good point in Chris, uh, from Chris in Chicago, especially if Green Bay beats the Niners on Saturday. Then that's you're true. saying to yourself, whoa. That's true. We felt we caught a break to get a second home playoff game, but we could get a third home playoff game to go to the Super Bowl if we win. Right. Now, I don't think Green Bay's beating the Niners, and I do think the two favorites will win on Saturday, but you well, know the what? The Green Bay that shows up that played Dallas yes. shows up out there in San Fran, they'll have a chance, but it, it's it's going to be tough. I mean, that's the thing in the NFL, after you've played 17 regular season games, a bye week is a huge advantage, so... Niners are healthy and ready to go. It's going to be tough for, for the Packers, but you never know, man. Someone from the 918 says, this is the only fingernail paint I want to see. And it's a, <laughs> a few OU softball players with all the rings they've won over their careers, just all their hands. That's just crazy. Jeez, that is a ring for a every finger. Sometimes two rings on, on one finger. Yeah, that girl's got five rings, and she's got them on three fingers. That's interesting. That's pretty cool, though. That's some serious hardware. And in a really good position to add some more. Yeah. Do you think they're finally going to show the OU connection for Baker Mayfield on Sunday? Like they didn't on Monday night? And is Mule Shoe going to try and steal the spotlight oh, like yeah. he did on Monday and try and be on the sideline on Sunday in Detroit? Huh? Absolutely he will. God, that guy. Clinging Absolutely. on to anything he can get at this point. He's trying to get any any good publicity out there he can. They need they need some uh some good publicity and does he have any other connections left in the playoffs? I mean that's that's probably it. Nobody right? on Detroit. Um he needs his tight end in Baltimore to get healthy again. Hell, maybe yeah. he'll show up uh in Baltimore on Saturday in Detroit Hell, on Sunday. Hell, he's giving him the ice and stem treatment <laughs> yeah, right now, probably. I think. Trying to get him back God, on the field. That guy. And then Poor Gerald McCoy, the nicest guy that's out there, but the photo was caught of him taking a, or giving a mule shoe a hug, and he had to put out a tweet while we're on the air on Wednesday, like or Tuesday, like if if OU fans, if you send me another tweet about hugging Lincoln Riley, I'm going to block you. <laughs> Everyone's moved on here. Yeah, that's funny. 
That's funny. Uh, well played by uh, Gerald McCoy there. Ba- uh, that's that's just how you have to handle that situation. Come on. What's uh, where, where's Baker rank in terms of quarterbacks left in the playoffs? Let's see. He's not better than Lamar or Mahomes or Josh Allen or well, okay. The, really, the conversation is: Do you think he's better than Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, or Brock Purdy? Golf or golf? Yeah, you can throw golf in there as well. I think, I think uh, when it comes to straight like physical ability, I'd say he's not better than any of the guys left. Even Brock Purdy. Even Brock Purdy. But he has never been the best with physical capabilities. Even whenever he was at Oklahoma, even when he, when he won the Heisman Trophy. Um, he gets a lot of his, um, like what makes him great is his grit, his grit, his leadership, the fact that his team gets behind him at a level that you typically just don't see. Uh, he wins the locker room better than, and I don't know those guys. I know Baker, but I mean, I, I would say that he's just, he's a different quarterback than all of those guys. And on a given day, I think right now he can be better than any one of those, right? So I, it's hard to say. I think they're all kind of right there. I put him at seven. We did this on Wednesday when you were out. I put him at seven. I put Brock Purdy at, at, at number eight. Yeah. Well, Brock Purdy is it, – It's Brock Purdy does some really good things, but if if you don't see that he benefits from the team he's on, oh, of course, then – I don't want to take everything away from him. It's not fair. I think he does some really good things. But, you know, he he also benefits from having a really good play caller. They protect him with their play calling. And he has incredible playmakers around him, a great offensive line, a great defense. It's it's really the total package there. So I, Brock Purdy has to do less than any of these other quarterbacks in the playoffs. Without question. Slim Brady says he's the best NFC quarterback. Creek Sooner says Muleshoe is the guy at the party who thinks everyone is his friend, but really we're wondering who invited him. (laughs) And uh, from the 405, with all due respect, Baker is way more gifted than Brock Purdy. Uh, I don't, I mean, it depends what you mean by gifted. I'm talking about like physical ability. I, I think. Brock Purdy's got probably the more prototypical frame and size. I mean, I'd say arm strength is probably close between the two. I'd say accuracy is probably close between the two. But like, if you're talking about like all of the other things, like Baker checks the box on a bunch of other things that Brock Purdy does not. Experience is is one of them he's been in a bunch of different systems he's been in the league longer and I think that that's a that's an interesting he's the best quarterback in the NFC that's left in the playoffs I think that on the on a given day he can outplay any of the quarterbacks left in the NFC without question yeah Jordan Love got hot towards the end of the year um, but I think there were some questions early on in his career, sure. like, "Ooh, did we waste a first round draft pick?" Sure. And then um, golf is golf's a nice player, but they're still debating up there. I think whether they 
want to give him a big time extension yeah. or not. No, I, I think that he can outplay any of those guys uh, absolutely on a given day. Like all things equal, if you know they're playing each other with the same rosters, then Baker can can beat any one of those guys on a given day. I that, that's I mean that's the best kind of the best way to put it. It's really hard to rank. I mean, because they're all different players um, that have a little bit different capabilities and different strengths and weaknesses. Um, and but Baker wins whenever it comes to grit, attitude, toughness. Like leave it all out there, rally your team, all of those things, and that in the playoff that always that always means a lot. Well, and here's the best point that's been made yet. This text says Baker has the best whip and Nene left of the <laughs> quarterbacks. You know From what it, I've seen that is correct. And it and it felt like a crazy take that was happening at the time. What? We're crowning this guy as the favorite to win the quarterback job because he's at Disney World in Orlando and the entire team's like, "Oh, reacting to this guy." Yep. But it ended up being a pretty good take. You know, I know, and, and the way that that team reacted to him, I, there were many, I think, including myself, that's like, okay, this might mean something here. Well, yeah, and I was the one that was like, this is ridiculous. I will not give any attention to this at all until I see something happen on the field. And didn't take I, long. It it did not take long. It took long for me. I I'm I'm always slow to come around on players typically, but um, Baker won me over. And end up being one of my favorite players of all time at OU. Mike Howard says, uh, GPT chat, I think it's chat GPT, says Baker is somewhere between 68 and 70% better than Purdy. Somewhere in between 68 and 70. (laughs) 69% better than uh, Purdy. That's probably, whenever you factor in everything, I think that's probably right. Sean says, no, we thought that because we watched Trevor Knight. Well, <laughs> may, maybe that was it. It's just we're looking for something. Well, he can dance! Oh my he God. can dance! I think he's the favorite. We were grasping for anything at yep. the time. Oh my gosh, that is that is excellent. That's, you know, it's funny, but probably true. And you know what? It, I think it ended up working for everyone. I think Trevor Knight obviously went to A and M and you know did some really nice things there, performed nicely. So and he, you know, he had. There's a couple of moments, couple of throws, and just athletic things that he did that you're just like, wow. And they got off to an incredibly hot start when he was at A and M that year. Yeah. Weren't they like top ten, top yeah. five playing at Alabama? Yeah. yeah. He he was just – he didn't know what to do because he was incredibly athletic and never was able to really use it as a quarterback, right? And he's, he's, he's not a pocket passer, and he was just kind of in limbo. Hype was, you know, coming off of a guy that broke the Big 12 – all-time passing record, which is not easy to do considering some of the the quarterbacks and passing yards that have gone on the Big 12. And then you've got this totally different athlete at quarterback. I don't think Hype was really prepared and and knew how to get the best out of him. And I don't think Trevor knew how to get the best out of himself. He was stuck between trying to be a pocket passer and an athlete, and it just never never really set in and worked. Like, like he would be – I think – 
a much better quarterback in today's college football than he was. Sure. Even though that wasn't very long ago. I guess going on 10 years now, dang, that makes me feel old. But I think he'd be better in this college football than he was then. Still one of my favorite uh, Baker Mayfield memories is the first year he was here and he couldn't play in 2014. And they were doing the scoreboard update inside the stadium like they always do. And he was on the sideline and they showed Texas Tech just getting destroyed by Arkansas at home. Do you remember that game? Yeah. It was the game that Arkansas ran for like over 400 yes. yards on them. They couldn't stop them. And they're showing the highlights during the game, and he's like pointing up at the Jumbotron and just laughing <laughs> his ass off and like getting the attention of other people's like, look at that, oh my God. It's like, oh yes. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yes, I love this guy already. That's great. That's great. Good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is the Ref, home of Sooner fans. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. Final hour Taking you into the weekend on a Friday. Tyler McComas, Steady Layman, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I've just got two wishes for tomorrow's Big 12 slate. Just yeah, two wishes, that's two. it. One, OU doesn't uh, turn the ball over and they play play a clean game. Okay, no. Is that two in itself? OU doesn't turn the ball over and play a clean game? No, that's fine, but I hope your second one is easier than that. I just hope, and look, Scott Drew is seems like a nice guy. He's respected. But, dude, don't tell your team tomorrow when you win in Austin, all right, guys, don't throw the horns down on the floor after we win this game. Scott, I want you to encourage to throw the horns down as much as possible on their home floor on Saturday. That is what I hope happens tomorrow. I can hear it now. Guys, I know there's a, there's a lot of – Pent up energy, got a little rivalry with these guys, but let's let's keep it classy. I don't want to see anyone out there on the court throwing up the inverted longhorn sign. <laughs> inverted, jeez, <laughs> that's something they'd say at Baylor. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, hey, it, it's it's like anything else. If you show someone really quickly what gets under your skin, expect for it to be used against you, right? And, frankly, if you know what gets under someone's skin and throws them off their game and you don't use it, well, that's your own damn fault. I would say just throw the horns down then in the middle of the game, but I was at an OU Texas basketball game one time at the Irwin Center, the Durham, where the horns were thrown down during the game, and, well, OU ended up blowing like a 19-point lead. Mm. A little premature. Well, it sure felt over uh, with the time that the, the horns were thrown down. Well, I think there's a difference between giving a, a horns down sign to throw someone off their game or using it as like a big moment to finally unveil the uh, inverted horns sign 
to say that we've got this thing in the bag, it's over. It's like showing the car keys or something. Uh, you just got to hit it early and often, right? I'm just – I'm really going to look at Scott Drew dr- differently if it's revealed in the postgame press conference. Yeah, our guys, we told our guys, we're not going to act like that after a game. That's not what we're about here. No, it's the final time that you're going to play at Texas for probably a long time. Send them out. Send them out with the horns down, please. Let Rodney Terry throw a fit and uh, get in the face of your players during the uh, the shake line. Drew should go out there and have one of the assistant coaches uh, draw it on his forehead with a Sharpie. <laughs> That'd be sweet. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What's that on your forehead? That, sir, is an inverted Longhorn sign. I want to make t-shirts here that says something. It just says inverted Longhorn or something. Yeah, with it you, upside don't, down. you don't do the symbol. Like, you don't show the symbol. It just says inverted Longhorn. If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, here you go. And everybody's watching, you know, the whole, you know, inverted Longhorn sign and stuff like that. Is Was that a, a thing when you were there? I mean, was that a big yes. deal with your fans? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? University of Texas has OU sucks in their fight song, for God's sake. Look at their fight song. It says OU sucks. I think OU is the one that started the uh, horns down. Yeah, inverted Longhorn was the uh, question there. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I'm good. We got to take it. We got to run with it. I know the ref army probably will. They, uh, they typically take this stuff and, uh, and, and really, really get going with it. So that's funny. Shark says it shouldn't be UT, but UV, um, <laughs> you'd probably guess what the V stands for. It's not Virginia, but close. Uh, Kate in the nine one eight in the short horns defense. I don't think they ever made an issue about horns down when OU did it. When their rival, it makes sense, but when everyone started doing it, they went full-blown soft. And I love that you guys spell soft, S-A-A-A-W-W-W-W-W-F-T now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, well, hey, man, welcome to the big leagues. If you want to act like a big program that is you know, uh, a notch on the belt, so to speak, if if someone gets a win over you, you got to be prepared to, to deal with that type of stuff. I mean, that's what, that's what comes from being a big boy. And it just tells me that you're not prepared to be a big boy if you get bent out of shape about a hand sign. That's just how, that's, that's how it goes. Luckily, we don't have a hand sign other than the middle finger? The middle finger, which, you know, what are you going to do about See, that? See, and that should be because you asked yesterday, oh, you didn't have a hand sign, do they? I said, well, you know, they, they, number one, you got that one. Just switch it to the middle finger. Yeah. That that would be SEC ready if you just do that. Right. During the kickoff when everyone just holds the one up, just everyone's flipping the birds and flipping the bird instead. I, I hope that a bunch of Texas fans start cutting their – index finger off to prove a point to us like no more number one around here camo sooner with the text of the day sure wish we could have gotten an inverted longhorn on that superman play touchdown i know i know thank you camo sooner i've said it for years what a missed opportunity if he does that in restaurants and bars all across the state you'd see teddy with the ball in his hands throwing the inverted longhorn down 
Hey, Rocky, what's it like to throw the inverted longhorn in the end zone on the Texas side? Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I bet that felt about uh, three seconds or so from oh. catching the football to getting to the sidelines. Probably just a, probably a blur. Yeah, it was a blur. Tackled, celebrating, get over to the sideline, completely out of breath. And think, oh my God, kickoff team's up. We got to run down on kickoff. Here we go. T Bone says, sorry if I missed it, but have you guys seen that Reddy is in the portal? I saw something like that. Yeah, saw... he's got two years of eligibility left. Um, I, I think it was pretty clear to, to, to Reddy. He didn't get a lot of opportunities last year, and they brought yeah. in two kickers in the, or two, two new kickers this offseason already. So, yeah. yeah. Which uh, he put out a really cool. Um, merch line. Merch line with the inverted yes, he did. Uh, longhorn, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's just the inverted hand sign, not the longhorn. Yeah. Slim Brady says, have you all heard of the Kirk Cousins curse? I have not. The Kirk Cousins curse is that no team has lost to him and made the Super Bowl in the same season. So bad news for the Packers and the 49ers. That's interesting. I love the Kirk Cousins curse. Uh, that's that's fascinating. That's fascinating. So we we're gonna have a tie between the uh, Packers and the Forty ers No, I guess someone loses, and then someone loses to either the Bucks or the Lions. I guess that's interesting. So are we? We're guaranteeing the Bucks or the Lions. Whoever wins this game makes the Super Bowl. Correct. That's Baker Mayfield, uh, Super Bowl quarterback. Can we get some new K Ref shirts that say "Inverted Longhorn"? Yes, you can. <laughs> Yes, you can. I hope so. Blue, a green country in football. If the team gets penalized for horns down after scoring, then that team will be kicking from the 20-yard line. Strategically advantageous for Longhorns. Blank the horns. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's – I don't – they've said that it's not necessarily the inverted Longhorn. It is like – if you do it in someone's face, like if, if you would have been doing anything at all towards the other player or the other sideline that you would have been flagged for it. But, you know, I I don't know. We really haven't seen it called much since that initial no. little wave of it, right? No. And ha- have, have we ever seen OU called for a horns down penalty, inverted longhorn penalty during a game? Not that Kiwan I Jones. Hashtag tell it, as Maybe. he says on Twitter. He threw him down. J.D. Reynolds threw him down. I mean, a lot of people threw him yeah. down. But yeah. that was a different time different when, time. Uh, you know, the conference wasn't so soft yeah, back then. I, I don't know. I, I don't think um, – I, I think it would have to be something egregious to where it's not necessarily the 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 sign that you're throwing. It's more of – like how you're getting in someone's face. What's but. the uh, what's the score of the basketball game tomorrow? OU Cincinnati. Cincinnati a two and a half point favorite. Noon on ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus for like the fifth consecutive game. Uh, what's do you know? Is Cincinnati a team that likes to run? Do they score a lot? Do you know? Uh, let me. I just had the numbers pulled up here. Actually, their numbers this year so far. Or uh, they score 79.5 points per game. OU scores 79.9, so very similar kind of in what they are offensively. Mm. How many points per game? 
You know, I'm looking really, at Really, a lot of the numbers between these two teams are, are pretty similar. Yeah. Recently, we have not scored a lot of points on the road. Um, 66 at KU, 71 at TCU. Um, I say... 73-69. 73-69 Cincinnati or Oklahoma? University of Oklahoma Sooners. Woohoo! 73-69 OU. A four-point win on the road? Yeah, road win. Okay. No big deal. Let's go. Geez, yeah. where would that um that wouldn't put you in first place in the conference, but if you get to 3 and 2 tomorrow, then you are in the upper echelon of the conference most likely. And with a tasty matchup against Texas, with your next two games being home games. That's why this is an important stretch tomorrow, man. You know? Yeah. Uh, you, you go and win this game tomorrow, you're 3-2 and two in conference, and your next two games are at home, and they're both very winnable, against Texas at home and then Texas Tech at home on a Saturday. Uh, this could be the game that could get you to a 5-2 and two start in the league, which would be awesome. Huge. And, and that would probably put you back in the top ten if you, if you did that. Man, I don't want to pick against them because I don't want to jinx it. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of that way. But, I mean, the trend tells you that we're not going to win the basketball game. We, we have not played well away from home in a while since that, you know, that um, – That tip in against uh, USC to win? Yeah. You know, all the way back. In or the, I guess Arkansas was away from home. They played well that yeah, day. Yeah, but that was still in Oklahoma. I mean, yeah. I know it's typically away from your home gym, but um, I don't know. You know, do you know what – this is so interesting, and it, it just, again, goes to show why college sports at times can be so stupid. Different schools play with different balls, right? Are you about to ask me if Cincinnati's like an Adidas school or I, if they're I, an Under Armour school or what they are? I don't know what the what what all the difference is or how many different basketballs there are, but I know there's more than one and they have different feel and and it can affect teams cuz you know we were talking about that KU game last week and Toby sent me a text message and I think KU maybe plays with a different basketball or something and that could be a factor in the game and uh, it's crazy that that in in college basketball that there's not one standard basketball that they play with, and I know that that's probably a a marketing agreement or something. I don't know how they justify it, but it's ridiculous. Don't do that in the NFL unless Tom Brady's playing. Then they easy, play with a different football. Easy, easy. Got to find an edge where you can. Okay. Oh, the Patriots did. Don't you worry right. about that. That's right. Patriots did. All right, quick timeout. Couple of segments left. Stay tuned. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is the Ref, home of Sooner fans. The reigning back-to-back national champion Oklahoma women's gymnastics squad opens their home schedule on Friday, January 26th. Get to the Lloyd Noble Center early for a mini national champions replica banner giveaway as the Sooners host Denver at 645. Tickets start at $8 and beer prices are slashed to just 2 bucks for the Sooners home opener. Reserve your seats today at Soonersports.com slash tickets and we'll see you on Friday, January 26th for Oklahoma Gymnastics. 
The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. All right, men, you heard it. Let's move, 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 move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of a cut above. Decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. Put the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. You've seen children at their best and at other times, and you still love them. If you've got love to give, we've got foster children who need it. Visit okfosters.org to learn more about becoming a foster parent. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services. What would it take for you to bring your whole self to work? At Oklahoma Human Services, your whole self can help a whole lot of people. Visit okdhs.org slash careers to learn more. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Water is our most precious resource and something that should be conserved and used wisely. Here are some water conservation tips you can try. In the kitchen, collect the excess water you use to rinse produce and use it to water houseplants. Also, soak your pots and pans instead of letting the water run while you scrape them. Water is life. This message was brought to you by the City of Norman. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. If you're looking for a no-appointment-needed doctor's visit, head to Norman Regional's walk-in clinics in Norman and more. Open Monday through Friday from 7A to 7P. Our walk-in clinics offer convenience for new or established patients. The clinic providers treat allergies, cold and flu symptoms, sore throats, stomach viruses, and more. Our Norman Clinic is located at Norman Regional 9, 2000, and Brandon Boulevard, Suite 201. And our Moore Clinic is located at Norman Regional Moore, 700 South Telephone Road, Suite 201. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Taking you up until six p.m. on this Friday evening. 
It is the rush on the ref. Any chance you know what happened 11 days ago in sports? 11 yeah. days ago, what happened? Well, what would that be? A It was a week from this past Monday. Um, Which 11 days a, is a long time in the college football world, isn't I think it? that was the national championship football it game. It was. Michigan won the national championship 11 days ago. Yes. We still don't know for sure. I nailed that, Michi- yeah, You're going to give did. it up to me on that one? I'll Let's give it take. up to you. <laughs> 543, and he still got his fastball. Uh. It's unbelievable. <laughs> still throwing heaters. <laughs> what a day. I am on it today. 11 days ago, they won the title, and we still don't know for sure who the head coach of the defending national champs will be next year. I know. Hey, interesting, and That's something else I'll be – Watching out for this weekend. Uh, maybe we get back here Monday and it's two weeks and we still haven't heard anything. He's interviewed for a couple of jobs, but. He's interviewed for jobs while simultaneously requesting uh, immunity yes. to anything <laughs> yes. that the NCAA finds uh, in their investigation or whatever, whatever it is that they levy against Michigan if they do anything. Which, hey, when you've got a. Uh, when you got a, a a good position, you got to leverage it, which you know that's what he's doing. Um, you know, I are you shocked that maybe more teams in the NFL are are not maybe taking a little bit further? Um, Raiders' job is done. Now, I don't know about the Falcons, but they've inter- interviewed Belichick twice. Yeah, it kind of well, who's doing the interviewing there? Are they interviewing Belichick or is Belichick interviewing the Falcons? Maybe so. Hey, who, who, who's this guy? Can I, can I cut him? I, I'd like to get a six-round pick out of him. I mean, you, you got to remember whenever he's – he's for a long time, he's been judge, jury, and executioner whenever it comes to that roster. And, you know, that's a lot of – most teams do not have uh, that operation. So New England's already hired their guy. Like, what all jobs are still open at the moment? Well, the job that he's always been linked to is the Chargers job. That's the job that everyone right. felt like he was most likely to take, and that one's still open. Um, so we'll see if Philly fires Sirianni or not. I, did, did Washington you, make their hire yet? Uh, no, I don't think. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So there's there's still. And there may be it really. It's like it's the Chargers' job or, or bus for him. Is kind of so? what it. Yeah, it's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, and I, they got a they got a big time quarterback that would probably be one that he'd be willing to take. I don't think he would want any type of rebuild or, you know, kind of starting from scratch situation. So, but maybe he's another guy, and, and maybe his his heart's in the NFL and he wants to win a Super Bowl. Or maybe he's like all these other college coaches that we keep seeing that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm good with dealing with all this crap. And, you know, I, I kind of had a thought earlier today during show prep of, you know, Nick Saban coached till he was, what, 70? Yeah. Uh, Joe Paterno coached till he was 187, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Bobby Bowden coached late. I, I wonder if now, with how college football is, gone are the days that you see big-time head coaches – coaching into their 70s and 80s and they cut it a lot shorter than they have previously with all this crap well uh, it, it makes sense because the amount of money that you're making now you, you can you can get out of town you can go 
coach a contract, five-year contract, make $50 million bucks or somewhere close to it. And go and do TV and make a boatload as well. Go do TV. So, yeah, man, it's interesting. And, you know, here's the funny thing, though. And a lot of people have, have kind of – no one's really reported this, but a lot of folks have hinted at it. Like, all of the Michigan drama was created – started and pushed forward by Ohio State. And if Harbaugh leaves because of all of that, Ohio State really wins. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got your championship, but we got your championship coach out of town. Now, I don't know how much truth there is to that. You know, a lot of people just, you know, have thrown that around. But there's been some links that that have been pointed out. So, I – you know, I personally feel like there's there's some truth to it. So I don't know. Uh, it's it's interesting to see uh, he's in a really good position. If he goes to the NFL, in my opinion, it's strictly because he can't stand that his brothers won a Super Bowl and he hasn't. Which is totally for I, him. Yeah, it's totally believable. Believable. Isn't it? Yes, sure. absolutely, absolutely. And his brother beat him for that Super Bowl. Yeah. Made a ton of money. He's already coached in the NFL. He made it to the pinnacle. What they were throwing into the end zone to beat Baltimore, weren't they? Um, when the lights went out. Yep, in the Superdome. Yeah, so I, if you're going back just for that, whenever you know you wear khakis, you mow your own yard, he's not spending a ton of money. It's, I don't know, it's, it's crazy. Guy from Parts Unknown says, well, the Dallas job is open. We don't have a coach. <laughs> not in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Will remain vacant. Cherokee Sooner says if the Cowboys had uh, fired McCarthy and hired Muleshoe, would you have been able to handle it, Tyler? It's interesting. Uh, no, I told you this a few times. If they would have hired Muleshoe, or if they ever do, I uh, I'll be shopping for a new team. Well, I will no longer root for them. I know you'll be able to join the most get out of jail free card uh, thing in sports rooting against the Cowboys. But here, in all honesty, though. Like, you've always been a Cowboys fan, but when is the last time you actually liked one of their coaches? Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it just would kind of fit the the way things have gone. It's probably Barry by God Switzer would be the last yeah. time. Because I remember when McCarthy got hired, I asked you what you thought of it, and you're like, it's, it's stupid. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they did it. It's the most Cowboy thing ever. <laughs> that, that's a heck of a question that you just threw out there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Right. Bill Parcells, maybe. At, uh, man, dang. Yeah. What an organization, right? <laughs> Boy, but they're America's team, by God. Your favorite team, and you've got to go back 25 years to find a coach that you uh, that you actually like or longer. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, quick timeout. We got the final segment coming up next. Stay with us. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. 
buy my chicken fried And cold beer on a Friday night A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Into the weekend we go on a football Friday Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing the final hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Here you go. Here's four picks for you. Mm. Uh, Ravens close. 49ers big. Buccaneers close. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and go all out. Just be a big Buccaneers fan from here. Okay. And uh, Bills close. Bills finally get the Chiefs in the playoffs. Which some people want to call that a rivalry. I'm like, eh. Doesn't the other side have to win a big game to call it a rivalry? Yeah, Buffalo's they kind of meandered through the season a little bit and kind of got got hot after that regular season win at Chiefs, right? Is that whenever they really much, got rolling? Yeah. Um would Baltimore close? Is that what you said? Yeah, I, I don't. Know. Texans are hot right now. I just I didn't want to pick two blowouts on Saturday, so I'll say at least the Texans with C.J. Stroud plays it close. He, yeah, he's he's good, man. I he's really good. Um, I'm just I'm Houston going on the road to play a really good team in Baltimore. That's got a really good quarterback defense i mean they're they're kind of the total package in the elements i don't know what the weather's supposed to be for the football game um what baltimore was they opened it like a nine point favorite it's nine and a half nine both and games a half. both games tomorrow are nine and a half man home team's favorite. I, I think it's gonna be it's 28 degrees it's gonna be cold oh my gosh just I mean, take I the think, Ravens, Big. I know you want I to. I think Baltimore wins the game, but Big, nine points is a ton in playoffs. I think they win by a touchdown. Um, I think San Francisco cruises. Um, Buffalo, and I don't – you know what? What's the spread in that game? That is uh, Buffalo minus two and a half. I think they may run away with it. Ooh, let's go. I think they may run away with uh. it. You know, that, that win that Kansas City got at home against Miami. I mean, Miami was totally out of their element. I think there's a little bit of fool's gold there. What your eyes have told you most of the year is that Kansas City is not the same. They've got a really good defense, but offensively they just don't have it. Was well, there going to be a good game this weekend or what? I think it'll be a good game. I mean, it's not going to be a blowout, but I think Buffalo controls it. But Tampa and Detroit's going to be a great game. I think it will be, too. Final possession. I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend. (laughs) Oh, I'll take Detroit. Final possession. It's going to be dramatic one way or the other. It's going to be dramatic. Uh, OU is now up, or I guess OU is now down. The line opened at three. We saw it first at two and a half, maybe. It's uh, uh, OU is now a four and a half point dog against Cincinnati. Dang, that line's going up. Big swing just in the course of the show. Wow. Huh. Well. It'll be a hell of a win tomorrow. No turnovers or limit the turnovers. Just win the turnover battle. There you go. There you go. All right, that's it for us. You guys killed it. As always on the text line, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. You know what time it is. Ice cold Pacifico time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here I know who I want to
home.